Planned Parenthood releases one of the most evil messages for Pride Month I think I've ever seen. Black Lives Matter is a fraud, and now we've got proof of it. And Democratic Mayor Eric Adams, he sure has his priorities straight. Happy Pride Month. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Happy Pride Month. By the way, just a little, just a little hint about something. I know we're never going to hear any of this during all this pride shit, and I mean it is shit. It's also Sacred Heart of the Sacred Heart of Jesus Month, so just remember that in case you you were getting confused and and oh you're you're lost when it comes to seeing all of the gay people hanging around. Just remember that you know something. It's not just about a bunch of weirdos running around in thongs slapping each other on the ass in front of kids. There is a little bit more to this month than that. Okay, speaking of evil, which, by the way, this is brought up a lot in conservative, when conservatives talk. Um, Pride is one of the seven deadly sins, and it's considered the worst deadly sin of the seven. You know, sloth, gluttony, lust, greed, envy, wrath, and then pride. Pride is Satan's sin. As a matter of fact, if you look at a lot of a list of demons, and I I do this because I'm writing a book about it, but if you look at a list of demons, all the demons have their own specific deadly sin. For for example, Belphegor is a demon. He's into... um, He's into sloth, whereas his brother, I can't remember what his brother's name is, Belizebub, I believe it is, he's into gluttony and things like that. Who owns the sin of pride? It's Satan. Satan himself is the one who owns pride. So that should tell you something. Well, Planned Parenthood it just continues to prove itself to be one of the most evil organizations ever to walk the face of the earth, to, to provide, quote, services, end quote, to the face of the earth. And they did this in the name of pride. They released a video of a woman who thinks she's a man and she had an abortion, of course, and Planned Parenthood thinks this is a great thing. Let's listen to this video. Video is about a minute 43, but I thought it'd be important just to hear the entire video because it's really kind of sick. Let's listen. Hi. Hi, my name is Lucky. I've had an abortion and I get gender affirming care from Planned Parenthood. I wound up in a very, very difficult relationship. And within three months, I found out that I was pregnant. I was like, oh no. My abortion was one of the greatest acts of compassion I had ever committed. It was an easy decision. And it was a decision that for the friends I had told I was trans, they were like, get it. You know, that's fine, like great. You know, that's your decision. You want to finally begin your life. And it was 
just one of the best decisions I had ever made, ever in my life. I wish that more people understood that abortion is healthcare, plain and simple. It's important to talk about abortion in a healthcare setting because I think that when we don't, we see abortion as this very, very uncommon, isolated thing. And it's not. It needs to be shared and it needs to be out there, just like any other thing that people go through. I tell my abortion story because people need to understand that it's not just a women's rights issue, it is a people's rights issue. Wow. I Planned Parenthood also decided to like release a tweet with this. The tweet caption said, when it comes to your abortion, any reason is the right reason. Telling your abortion story is important. And the more we talk about this essential form of health care, health care for who? The more we normalize it, more normalized it becomes. This is just, remember, safe, legal, and rare? This is sick. You are, and see, that's the whole thing with Planned Parenthood. They, they see this as healthcare. This is not healthcare. Nothing they do is healthcare. Yeah, they may have other services outside, for example. And by the way, all their services are meant to destroy. So what is what do they provide? Well, they provide uh, birth control, which prevents you from getting pregnant. They provide abortions to kill babies to get rid of pregnancy. They provide gender-affirming care so that people who are obviously mentally, have got some mental problems, can change their sex whenever they want in, and in the meantime, sterilize themselves. Though they support it, they don't actually provide the service, but they do support it, is they also support gender gender mutilation. Girls cutting off their boobs and creating fake penises. Boys having their penises ripped off to create fake vaginas. They support that. And they support it for kids. They support sterilizing children. They support giving abortions to children without parents knowing about it. They're okay with all of that. And it's all done in the name of reproductive health, which is a bullshit term. They're not healing anything. They're killing babies, they're mutilating bodies, and they're destroying the reproductive system. That's Planned Parenthood. But I cannot think, honestly, I cannot think of a better video to kick off Pride Month than that video. Because that sums up Pride Month. Pride Month is evil. Pride is a sin. Planned Parenthood is evil. And we're living in a we're living in a country right now that sees evil as a virtue. Okay, well, you know, who would have thought this? I mean, geez, Black Lives Matter? They're such a good organization and, and they're they're so worried about 
black rights and all that shit. So according to Radar Online, this is great. The national organization behind Black Lives Matter is facing bankruptcy after plummeting $8.5 million in debt last year, RadarOnline.com has learned. In concerning development to come, to come almost four years after the BLM Global Network Foundation formally emerged in November 2020, the organization is now nearly $9 million in the red. Even more concerning is evidence that BLM GNF still managed to hire and pay relatives of the foundation's founder, Patrice Cullors, lucrative seven-figure salaries despite the devastating financial woes faced in 2022. So, don't forget, when George Floyd died, it was, and we're going to call it what it is, they profited. Anyone who believes that BLM gave a, gave a rat's ass about George Floyd is nuts. They don't give a shit about George Floyd. They used this whole thing to make money. They made $90 million in that year. $90 million Because they basically tricked all, or uh, tricked, they, they guilted all of these big organizations to give them money. So how did they blow all this money? Well, uh, Patrice Cullors bought four homes with that money. We don't know why. When they asked her, she said, well, I got to take care of my family. Who knows what her salary was? Paul Cullors, who is Patrice's brother, had a $126,000 salary to be the head of security. And his foundation, his group, was given $1.6 million for security consulting and services. Now, here's the thing. Um, Patrice Culler's brother yeah, was a rapper. He had absolutely no experience in, in security. So, you got to wonder about that. Patrice Culler's paid her father's chi- her child's father because, you know, she can't be married or anything, $970,000 to produce, quote, live events and, quote, other creative services for BLM. Guess what? Yeah, she didn't see, we didn't see any of those services. People are still wondering where those services came from. All of this stuff has led to some massive scandals. Patrice Cullors resigned last year because uh, of all of the crap that was going on with her organization. California made it that, uh, removed BLM's, uh, uh, BLM's nonprofit status. So BLM in California was not allowed, in California, they were not allowed to ask for, um, they were not allowed to ask for donations. Of course, that checkered past, you'd think they'd try and fix themselves. They never did. They replaced Colors with someone who's probably just as bad, another real checkered financial past with this person. According to the New York Post, the Black Lives Matter National Group has a new executive to deal with its financial scandals. A woman who's bungled her own finances. 
Cicely Gay, 44, a nonprofit advisor and flack for chair for named chair of Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation in April, filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy in 2005, 2013, and 2016, federal court records showed. Her most recent filing from August 2016 showed Gay owed more than $120,000 in debt, including $55,000 in student loans. From her time studying at Liberty University in Virginia and now the University of Kansas, and more than $18,000 for leasing a Lincoln MKZ sedan. Gee, I wonder how many homes she's going to buy with the BLM money. Now, let's not forget, BLM has been demonized now. Of course, the media never talks about it. The New York chapter of uh, Black Lives Matter has sat back and said, where is all this money they're getting? We're not seeing any of it. Other chapters need some of this money to survive, and they're not getting any. You've got officials in different cities like Chicago and New York asking, you know, we've got problems here. Black people keep killing other black people. We could use some of that money to create programs that will stop some of this. Of course, none of it will stop any of that. What really needs to be done is people need to be thrown in jail, but that's not going to, that's not going to do anything. But you know something? Who cares? Good for them. I F those corporations that decided to give them all sorts of money just to, to look stupid now. You guys didn't think that this was all a scam? That BLM was just trying to capitalize on tragedy? And I put that in scare quotes because I'm sorry, George Floyd, his destiny was to die. The guy was a huge drug or uh, drug addict and criminal. Everyone who donated to that organization got what they deserved. Not surprised at all. And by the way, BLM is a socialist group. Patrice Kellers said that she is a trained socialist. Their website talks about the different things that they push for, and it's all based on socialism, specifically the Marxist uh, Marxism. So the end of the the end of capitalism, the end of the nuclear family, the end of religion. This is all straight out of Karl Marx, the Communist Manifesto, which the leaders of BLM all admit they've studied. And this is, by the way, the consequence of socialism. When a group makes money, when the group somehow takes money from people, it become, it's used for corruption. That's how socialism works. Go to any socialist country, any socialist leader, and they're billionaires. And they're billionaires because they take your money and they give it to themselves. That's socialism, in a nutshell. You can go to any socialist country and it'll show you. So thank you, BLM, for showing us how bad socialism is, because that's exactly what they did. Well, New York <laughs> continues to be an absolute shithole. So... New York has a crime problem, right? And it seems like they're having a real issue in New York 
dealing with that crime problem. So how are they going to deal with that crime problem? And by the way, that's only a minor part of the problems I have. Well, create a law. And that law makes it illegal to be prejudiced against people who are fat. I'm not kidding you. This is what they pushed out. According to the Daily Wire, the New York City Democratic Mayor Eric Adams claimed Friday that, quote, body type, end quote, has no connection to a person's health after signing a bill banning height and weight discrimination. By the way, that's not true. Um, Being fat, it is a health problem. Being too short, being too tall, those are health problems too. So to sit back and there's no connection between health and being obese, that's just bullshit line that the left is pushing right now. The bill signed by Adams prohibits discrimination on the basis of height and weight for employment, housing, and public accommodations in the city. The bill contains an exception for employers who need to consider height and weight to abide by federal, state, local, and reg- local laws and regulations. After signing the legislation, Adams discussed why he believes it is necessary and made a scientifically erroneous statement. Quote, everyone knows that a, I'm a person that believes in health. So when you talk about not discriminating against someone because of their body type, it's not fighting obesity. It's just being fair. The mayor said, adding, quote, and science has shown that body type is not a connection to if you are healthy or unhealthy, I think it's a misnomer. The hell is he talking about? There is nothing but science that shows that obesity causes problems. I could go to the Mayo Clinic right now, type in something, and it will tell you what's wrong with obesity. As a matter of fact, I just did that. So let's go to the CDC. All causes of death, mortality, high blood pressure, high LDL cholesterol, low HDL cholesterol, high levels of triglycerides, type 2 diabetes, coronary heart disease, stroke, gallbladder disease, osteoarthritis, sleep apnea and breathing problems, many types of cancer, low quality life, mental illness such as clinical depression, anxiety, and other mental disorders, body pain and difficulty with physical functioning. By the way, where did I get all this non-science from? The CDC. This is from the CDC.org. And he's saying the science has shown that body type is not a connection to if you are healthy or unhealthy. Um, The CDC might disagree. By the way, this is misinformation. And since I think he already knows what he's saying is bullshit... This is disinformation. He's trying to he's trying to mess with you. Okay? So, but this is the problem with Democrats. They never solve any of the problems they have. Many of those problems that they do have, they've created, such as crime. But they can't solve those problems without going against the policies they created. So what do they do? They create other problems out of thin air. Now, the first question you should be asking yourself, is this really a priority for New York? Isn't crime an issue, homelessness, illegal immigration, drugs, and the rehoming of the population? In other words, 
the population leaving the state because of the misery that is created? Problem is, they don't have any ideas for those solutions. So this kind of thing is a misdirection. That's all this is. It's a misdirection. And then one of the things they, they talk about, hey, don't look over here. Don't look at the real problems. I, I've, got, I've got a fake problem over here we can, we can deal with. Which, by the way, uh, this is another thing about this. Um, it's already illegal to discriminate against fat people and short people and tall people. The question I have is, what is the point of the law? And I've already gave you the answer. It's misdirections to all of the problems. The only thing this law could do is actually put the seed of an idea into a fat person who didn't get a job. Oh, I didn't get that job because I'm unqualified. I didn't get that job because I'm fat. And then now I'm going to sue. That's exactly what this whole thing will end up doing. Causing more problems. One always has to look at the reasons why Democrats do what they do. There's always an underlying reason why they do it. Most are pretty obvious. This kind of law signing, this is going to be a victory that, that Adams can claim. And it kind of ignores all the failures of what he's doing. The other reason you need, other thing we need to look at always is the slippery slope argument. Okay, where is this going to lead? Because there's always an end goal for the Democrats. And sometimes the, it's called the slippery slope. And sometimes we can't see that end goal. It's very difficult sometimes. I mean, look at uh, gay rights, which started in the 90s. It went from gay rights, which means we need to accept gay people, to um, gay marriage, to trans rights, to we need to teach all the kids about transing, to I should be able to cut the tits off a, a 13-year-old girl. Th this is the slippery slope. And by the way, that slippery slope, is, is, it's got further down. I've already told you, it's the legalization of pedophilia. The legalization and normalization of pedophilia. That is the end goal. That's where the slippery slope is leading. I have been saying that for ages. You know I've been saying this for ages. So, I don't think there's actually any slippery slope here, but think about it here. All right. California... <laughs> Oh, what an absolute disaster California is. It's hard to believe its governor, that idiot Gavin Newsom, is really thinks that he is something that is, he is good enough to become president. When in fact, all you really have to do is drive in any city in California to realize it is a shithole. It is the butthole of the United States. And it's getting close to being the butthole of the country. But he does believe this. So let's read this according to the New York Post. State Farm General Insurance Company will no longer accept new applications for property insurance and other California, other policies in California, citing historic increases in construction costs and inflation. Okay, um, 
Yeah, and also the fires that, because we have no forestry program in California, the natural disasters we have all the time, the fires that are created from our control, that our electrical grid that is probably 50 years out of date because the electric companies can't update their grids because they're too busy paying money out to the red, to the, uh, to the regulations they have to follow. Yeah, none of that, it, a lot of that probably has something to do with it, too. We'll continue on. Beginning Saturday, the Illinois-based insurance group will cease to accept applications for business and personal lines of property and casualty insurance. The move doesn't impact personal vehicle insurance. Just wait. It will. It will impact vehicle insurance, especially when it comes to theft or crime-based insurance. It's going to affect drivers. And the reason is because in San Francisco, it's not even illegal to break into a car. Stealing a car is barely illegal in California. So you just wait. That's going to be an issue too. Quote, State Farm General Insurance Company made the decision due to historic increases in construction costs outpacing inflation, rapidly growing catastrophe exposure, and the challenging reinsurance market, the company said in a release. The Department of Insurance is focused on the safety of our homes and communities. The the insurance company said actions are necessary to improve their financial strength. So, go figure. Go figure. Is this really that much of a surprise? Businesses are leaving California. It doesn't pay. It doesn't pay. Things are too expensive in California. Every house is going to get burned up one day because Gavin Newsom is trying to to protect the fleckled uh, newt or whatever the hell it is. And so fires are all over the place. And then when it burns down a home, the insurance company has to pay five times the amount to rebuild the home than it would usually cost because California has so many stupid regulations on the books. They don't want to deal with it. Yeah, don't don't be shocked. State Farm, they're the first. There's going to be other companies that are going to leave. They're going to leave the insurance market. Uh, even though they're not protecting drivers, they are still protecting drivers with insurance. You just wait. That will end too. So... Good for California. We should probably definitely vote this guy, Gavin Newsom, to be our next president. Because, you know, yeah, I I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, we'll call it for today since we went so late yesterday. Um, I got some more stuff coming to you. I hope you guys have a great Pride Month. All right, you go wear those, those or wave those rainbow flags or whatever. Uh, have a great day. God bless you all. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.